How's it going, guys? So this question that I wrote, very high yield for pathology for step one, as well as internal medicine for 2CK. If you've been following my content, you know that I'm not about making questions that are overly creative or entertaining, quote unquote. It's about cutting to the fucking chase, increasing your score with high yield points that you need to know. That's why we're here, right? So before we get started, I will be my typical asshole and tell you to subscribe to my channel. I really appreciate it. Give the video a thumbs up. Really appreciate it. Now, how about we start the fucking question here where we've got a 39-year-old woman, two-month history of fatigue and neck swelling. She has no change in her weight nor cold intolerance. Her menstrual cycle the past year has fluctuated between 28 and 33 days in length. Serum cholesterol, hepatic AST are elevated. Serum TSH, T3, T4 are all in the normal range. Antibody screening shows positive titers against thyroid peroxase and thyroid globulin. Physical examination shows a diffusely enlarged thyroid gland without nodularity, which the following is the most likely diagnosis. All right. So what I'm not going to do is make this a 36 minute clip where we talk about every little fucking detail. All right. We're going to keep this concise. All right. So the first thing we're going to do is eliminate anaplastic thyroid carcinoma and papillary thyroid carcinoma. The reason is because the vignette gives us an important negative by saying that there's no nodularity. Of course, it's not mandatory that we have nodularity for these cancers, but when the USMLE tells you that there's no nodularity, that's what they're attempting to infer or imply, sorry. So anaplastic in addition is typically elderly males uh, can present with dysphagia due to invasion of adjacent structures such as the esophagus. So it's just unlikely. I think between all of the NBME questions for step one, one through 30, those NBME exams, as well as all of the NBMEs uh, for step two CK and the subject specific NBME forms, I've only seen anaplastic thyroid carcinoma show up once as a correct answer. So it's a fucking low yield diagnosis. Uh, papillary thyroid carcinoma, exceedingly high yield. We could talk about this for ages. You should know it's uh, often due to ret proto-oncogene mutation and it can be seen in men 2A and men 2B, and it can be uh, familial, even if it's not part of men 2A or men 2B. So for example, they can just say, dad and brother have uh, thyroid cancer. The patient also has a thyroid cancer. Uh, what's the most likely diagnosis? No other information given. The answer is just papillary, okay? Obviously increased serum calcitonin is high yield, and you can get uh, apple green birefringence with staining with Congo red uh, of the amyloid. So why don't we just look at the other answers? Graves disease, wrong fucking answer. There's no reason to suspect hyperthyroidism in this patient. We also, in terms of the antibody titers, we don't have anything against the uh, thyroid, uh, or sorry, against the TSH receptor. So in Graves disease, of course, our mechanism is activating antibodies against TSH receptor called TSI, thyroid stimulating immunoglobulin, okay? Uh, but once again, there's no reason to suspect hyperthyroidism in this patient. There's no up findings, quote unquote. Why don't we just look at the other answers, all right? Portal cell carcinoma, wrong fucking answer. Exceedingly rare. When students don't know an answer, they tend to choose weird sounding shit, okay? So uh, this is something that uh, we don't have a nodule in the first place, and uh, I've never seen it on any NBME assessment. I just threw it in here to be an asshole, right? So now we're down to subacute granulomatous thyroiditis and Hashimoto. We can eliminate subacute granulomatous thyroiditis, aka just simply subacute thyroiditis, aka 
the Quervain thyroiditis uh, because it's classically a viral infection, a URTI, upper respiratory tract infection, followed by a painful or tender thyroid. It will always be painful or tender on the US simile if they want Dequervain, okay, which we don't have here. And the highest yield factoid you need to know about Dequervain is that the radioiodine uptake scan, if you perform one, always shows decreased uptake, even if the patient is hyperthyroid, okay? Very fucking high yield. If the patient is hyperthyroid but has increased uptake, okay, that's not Dequervain. It would be diffusely increased uptake in Graves. It could be a focal nodular uptake in toxic adenoma. It could be a multifocal nodular uptake in uh, in uh, toxic multinodular goiter. Okay, so there's a lot we can talk about, but uh, decreased uptake in subacute granulomatous, even if you're hyperthyroid. Now, our correct answer here is Hashimoto, uh, because we have the specific antibodies present against thyroperoxidase as well as thyroglobulin. Uh, thyroperoxidase antibodies are also known as antimicrosomal. Now you say, but wait, I don't get it. Why are the TSH, T3, and T4 normal? I agree. It's fucking weird, okay? But it's not our opinion that matters. It's uh, what shows up on the NBME exam that does. And some patients can have thyroid function tests that are in the normal range, all right? But, but correct. Normally, we would expect in Hashimoto, TSH to be high and T3 and T3 and T4 to be low. Uh, this patient has a goiter. That's the neck swelling. Uh, also, the classic fatigue seen in hypothyroidism. Uh, the, the patient doesn't have weight gain or cold intolerance, okay? But they're not mandatory uh, to have. The patient has menstrual irregularity, okay? So thyroid dysfunction can cause menstrual irregularities. And it's notable that the cholesterol is elevated, as is the hepatic AST. So I've seen in internal medicine questions for 2CK, uh, high serum cholesterol and hepatic AST that's elevated. And you say, wait, what's that about? Like hepatic AST, why is that high? Once again, it's fucking weird. I know, I agree with you. Okay, but it's not our opinion. I've seen it on the NBME exams for 2CK. You can get transaminitis and thyroid dysfunction, all right? Also high yield, but I didn't mention it in this question, is increased CK, creatine kinase, that you can get with hypothyroid myopathy, okay? Proximal muscle weakness, and also uh, dysthymia slash uh, depression, okay? So uh, those that's classic for psych, okay, where uh, hypothyroidism can cause... Uh, depression, all right? And it's reversible by uh, treating with triiodothyronine or levothyroxine. So look, as I prefaced with, uh, prefaced this clip with, we are not going to make this 36 minutes, all right? You know the deal. I'm going to continue making more content. If you like my stuff, subscribe to my channel and I appreciate your time. That's it.